This is CliffCentral.com. Let's go. What's going on? Yeah, so it, an okay week on the stock market yesterday, but a fairly good week for the RAND. Mm-hmm. Um, the RAND was looking to close 2% stronger on the week yesterday. And a couple of things driving that. First of all, the weaker dollar. Secondly, the Chinese president committing $14.7 billion to foreign direct investment in South Africa. I think it will be used predominantly for infrastructure because that's what we need right now. Yes. Um, and then it didn't hurt that the Reserve Bank governor said on Friday that he's expecting the economy to shrink, um, not to shrink like it did in the first quarter on the second quarter, basically. Oh. Um, yeah, so, so all positive. I mean, looking really good. You know, th- this, this trade war story is still a real story. Last week, Donald Trump tweeted, tariffs are the greatest. I can't I do the accent. Can you do it? <laughs> no, I, I, that I mean, can't be right. Tariffs are the greatest. I, you know, he's, the man is. I thought he was a free market capitalist. He's lost the plot, right? And you would think that he'd learned his lesson because on Tuesday, the U.S. administration had to commit $12 billion um, to subsidize farmers who had been hit by retaliatory tariffs imposed by China and the EU. Mm-hmm. So he's just a little, a little bit slow, I think. doesn't put two and two together, does he? No. Well, in this case, I mean, all these people who always say that Trump is such a great deal maker uh, – a tariff is the opposite of a good deal. A tariff exactly. means you're getting government involved in your business. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, and I guess the other good thing for the RAND was that we had the BRICS summit here and that the BRICS bank was uh, banding together and saying, well, you know, if Trump's going to be imposing tariffs and it's going to hurt us, then we should bandy together and start open trade between ourselves, which huh. I think is great. Okay. But then he did have a very good meeting with uh, Jean-Claude Juncker from that's the right. EU. That's right, yes. So that, that was the big surprise And they surprise scrapped a whole it. bunch of tariffs. That was the – yeah. So so we were all expecting this meeting to be really kind of – Difficult. Difficult and Trump to be pulling out the ego. But they came out and they seemed like they were friends and, yeah. So okay. I, I, I don't actually know what happens behind closed doors and I don't know why Trump has to fight on Twitter about it. If, if he's going to – Kind of be more amenable in the meetings. What's the whole Twitter thing about? Yeah. Anyway, one of our companies that could well be hit by these trade wars is a company reported last week, uh, Huleman. They're aluminium producers and, in fact, count Tesla as one of their customers. Mm -hmm. And even though their results now were pretty shocking, earnings fell by 82%. They did say that they're almost waiting in anticipation for these, you know, the, the, the Donald Trump's um, steel and aluminium import tariffs that he imposed a month, six weeks ago mm-hmm. um, to start hitting them because it will make a difference. At this stage, still, it's really just the stronger RAND that's affected them. Um, yeah, so historically, you know, it's a company that has been able to breach like just barely the 10% return on equity level. Um, and even if we assume a 40 cents Earnings profile, uh, it's still trading, and, and let's, let's put a 10 multiple on it, 10 price earnings multiple on it. It's still trading about 16% higher than where I think it's valued. Okay. So this is, it, it's not looking good. We had a couple of companies put out either results or trading statements last week. Another one of them, them you'll remember, Capco, Capital and Counties. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, Johannesburg Stock Exchange and Liston, London Stock Exchange listing, so dual listing. They own two big parcels of land in central London, the residential 
development area in um, Earl's Court and the retail area, Covent Garden, big parcels of land. They're now looking to split it. Um, not really a great story because after Brexit, you know, the share basically halved. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just hasn't bounced back. And there's a couple of things. I think this Earl's Court um, parcel of land really is what's holding them back. The valuation dropped by 7%, which is not great. And on the other side of the spectrum, Covent Garden increased by 1.2%, but actually just not enough. So, I mean, it's on what? A 3.6% dividend yield at the moment. So still not cheap, actually. So, and even though I like the story in the beginning, I'm kind of just staying away from that share for now. Yeah, that's where we kind of um, made some bad yeah. investments with with all those all these UK the, the UK before the Brexit right. situation. We had Brexit. We had yeah. Capital and Counties. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we just couldn't have got it worse. Quite frankly, well, yeah. we could have actually. Hang on, we could have got it worse, but it was pretty bad for us. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, and then a couple of other. Local companies that reported AECI, that's the chemicals business. Uh, they did two acquisitions, which hugely paid off. Profit was up 35%. Revenue rose by 24%. Headline earnings up 19%. So just a nice story, actually. So they do five different divisions, mining, uh, water processing, plant and animal health, food and beverage and chemicals. And the only part of the, only one of those five divisions that didn't make any money was the water processing. Just a, a, just a nice story kind of, you know, they're, they're getting it right. It's a, it's a company that has struggled in the past. Um, but yeah, doing very well. Right. And then the Good. last A-E-C-I, local, huh? yeah, then the last local company I want to talk to you about is Kumba Iron Ore, which you know, not easy. Headline earnings declining by 35%. But for some reason decided that they were going to keep a fairly hefty dividend, 14 rand 51. So that puts them on about a 8% dividend yield. Mm. And that's not to be sniffed at. I mean, because that's cash in hand, right? Sure. Um, Good for them. Yeah, exactly. So we like that. And, and you want to be watching them carefully. I mean, the dividend is still lower than where they stopped it when they stopped it a couple of years ago when they saw commodity prices coming off. But holding their own clearly. All right. And then we need to talk about these offshore tech companies because a lot of them reported last week. The mm-hmm. first one we want to talk about is Alphabet. When they reported, the share was down 2.5%. There's a couple of things. Earning EBITDA for the fourth quarter, for the second quarter was 4% higher than expected. The story here is that basically Google have spent an inordinate amount of money on Investing, capex, growth, and it's finally paying off. So it looks like it's it's a good story. Um, year on year, twenty four percent growth on the Google business. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's still fairly early to be looking at whether or not they're able to monetize all their investments. But again, moving in the right direction. Um, and then. Twitter reported on Friday had their second worst day for the share since it listed. Yeah, it was Twitter. Down. Sure. And Facebook had a terrible day. We'll get there. Yeah. Well, I mean, Facebook's just making history by being Jesus. one of the biggest value destruction shares in one single day. Whew. Facebook has been horrendous. It, it, it's absolutely shocking. They lost. What was the number now? Ben is smiling. 121. Billion dollars in one day. I mean, they're only up there 
with Intel, which lost $91 billion in September 2000, ExxonMobil, which lost uh, $53 billion in 2008, 2013, Apple lost $60 billion in one day. Listen, Mark Zuckerberg, I mean, you must feel sorry for him. Now he's only worth $66 billion. Oh, we only. must feel sorry for him. Well, shame. He lost so much money last oh. week. What a tough life. <laughs> He's going to survive off noodles for this week. <laughs> How's this for a number? There are now 2.23 billion people using Facebook. That's two-thirds of mm. the world's internet-connected population and about the same size as Christianity. Jeez, that's amazing. Yeah. That is absolutely amazing. The wow. problem, of course, with Facebook is where are they going to get their new dollars from? Where are they going to generate revenue um, you know, so things like chat, ad, um, ads in chats, virtual reality, television like video content. Yeah, I don't know. And that's what everyone's worried about. So it wasn't so much the results with Facebook that was a problem, but rather the future guidance. Like, where's this company going? That's the question. And to top it all off, on Friday, some guy called uh, James Kakuris filed a lawsuit against Mark Zuckerberg and his CFO saying that they were misleading analysts by putting in incorrect numbers and predictions in their results. So we'll see where Ooh. that goes. Yeah. God, I wouldn't want it. To, if you were holding on to Facebook shares at the end of last week, you must have been pissed off. Well, what are you going to do once it's fallen 20%? 20%? Do you then, do you then sell your shares? Oh. And that's, <laughs> yeah. So, so I think Facebook is still worth a bit more than where it's trading, but let's just say investors are nervous. All right. Anything else you want to throw in? No, we didn't, we, we briefly mentioned Twitter, but again, you know, that share was also down 20%. Earnings per share was flat. The problem there is that monthly active users dropped by three and a half million to 335 million. They did remove 70 million users in May and June. You know, they're doing mm -hmm. this big purge. It's a clean out, yeah. All the yeah. fake, all the fake accounts and, and bots. Yeah, but the CFO, Ned Siegel, did say that actually those accounts that they purged weren't in the metrics, the numbers anyway, because those were inactive accounts or inactive for 30 days or more. Hmm. Um, again, this is a problem of guidance. People are looking to the share going, okay, that's not terrible revenue. They did make $711 million for the quarter. The problem is where we're going to generate future revenue from or future profit and what's going to happen to the margins. So, yeah. U.S. tech companies under a lot of pressure all of a sudden. And yeah, how much do you think Donald Trump influences that Twitter share price? Because he's using Twitter as his platform. Yeah, right? it's a very good question. I mean, it has is a great he? Question. I'd love to know. Obviously, when Twitter listed to where they are now, and obviously Donald is using it as his primary thing, because he's bringing a lot of attention to them. Yeah, him and the Kardashians, right? Are the Kardashians still on Twitter? Yes, uh -huh. they left Snapchat, not Twitter. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, I I haven't seen anything in the results that shows that people are following Donald more than before or that. I mean, be, for be, us, it's all about profit generation, right? Yeah, it'd be pretty Margin, near, near impossible yeah. to track, but just the, because it's his only platform that he believes is independent. <laughs> it's, it's, his also, it's his major form of communication with the outside world. And you almost have to follow him. I yeah, have to, yeah, not because I want to, but because yeah, I, I need to know what the man's up to, how he's going to change or impact oil prices or the rand or gold or, yeah. It's 
Or nuclear war. Oh, thanks. (laughs) And on that note. (laughs) All right, very good. Yeah, but it's a good question, though, Ben. I wonder if it has had an underlying value add to Twitter's bottom line. I'm sure it would do. If the President of the United States is using your platform to communicate to everybody, his own supporters, his enemies, international people, Mm. it must have some impact on the the. the overall value of Twitter. I wonder. All right. Thank you very much, Anthea. That's the money shot. And uh, we'll be back with that in a week's time. This is CliffCentral.com.